Well, a big good morning for those of you who have woken up and it's morning wherever you are. Welcome to Port Eyes Podcast. Um, yeah, I woke up this morning to say, to Lord Ganesh singing, <laughs> we grow, 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 so we flow, flow, flow. And he was singing and dancing it. And I thought, yeah, what a lovely way to start our day. So we thought we'd just quickly share that because sometimes, you know, we get caught up in stuff or something's happening. So we were going to ask the question to you all, how's your vibe? <laughs> Because, you know, moment to moment our vibration changes and uh, sometimes you can, as you're healing, you can, you know, um, have thoughts that bubble up that sometimes are thoughts that maybe aren't so very happy ones or thoughts that are memories that have come up to just be released, um, especially as you're growing because it's releasing anything that's being held in your cells. So as your cells renew and regenerate, um, they're coming and uh, awakening in an alive, awakened state of uh, consciousness itself rather than memories or um, memories of experiences that um, no longer serve or maybe aren't so very happy ones to um, stay in your cellular structure. So that was a really important theme that came up this morning. Um, you know, we, we, we speak to many people around the world and um, on many levels and in many ways, not only Skype. And uh, a lot of people, you know, on the journey, you know, we're healing from experiences, but we're also growing out of those experiences and um, becoming fruitful in our um, everyday endeavours. We begin to start to appreciate, you know, the colour in a flower or the patterns that it shares or the sounds that the uh, nature spirits make, you know, whether it's the bees, the birds, um, you know. And then those of us who are very spirited, you know, you're allowing more light into your being and uh, connecting to more beings that are simply light. You know, they've transcended their density. And one of the things that just recently came up and we've got a huge huge focus with our biomimicry in our Patreon community uh, is light language. So light language is often represented through symbols um, and uh, graphics of some kind. So we are a long time in this body, speaking of, um, things coming up very very well, long long time actually we won't even go into the number of years uh, the being that was present in this body back then you know drew these symbols and uh, they graph their glimpse or glyphs and a bit like hieroglyphics really uh, and along those lines anyway and within those each each glimpse or graphic um, is as a synergy of frequencies and it's something we don't teach so if we show those to people we uploaded a pdf that's downloadable and our drawings are very very basic but the energetics are sublime and so we downloaded it and rather than having an instruction manual sent with it it's simply an imagery that shares the glimpse in a in a triangulation um with the Ajna and the Om symbol and and wave patterns within the triangle so it's a very embodied energy PDF. <laughs> you know, it's on a linear level, but yet it's graphically inclined in a multidimensional reality that's very much seated in Gaia, right here, right now, just as we are and as we are speaking. So the reason why we don't tend to dialogue and uh, explain the language as such is it's about feeling the resonance. If you don't resonance, resonate with it, then the language won't speak its sound waves to a person, which is with anything we do, you know, people will listen to many podcasts, some will resonate, some will, some won't, some will, oh yeah, not right now, and you'll come back to it. Others you will never 
find it again because it's just not for you in your journey. So there's many, many reasons and they're all wonderful podcasts or, or books that you might read or um, people that you might come across. They're all wonderful, but there might not be a resonance within that. You know, some people resonate with social media. Other people don't resonate it with all, with all, you know, it's not even a blimp on their radar. But the most importantly, it's about your own journey and then as a collaboration or a collective, how you flow with that, but only when you're ready. You know, some people know, need to go into that for their own benefit, their own deep sea diving within self and really connect and then see how that streams out and manifests. And ultimately, we're all a little bit like that in some way. Uh, even those people that are caregivers that are constantly giving, it's so important that they allow more to come back to them. Otherwise, they get depleted. And gosh, I'm sure so many of you can relate to that. <laughs> you give and you give and you give and you've got to allow so much more to come back. So you're buoyant and you're floating so you can keep on giving yet grounded. And uh, so that's why we ask the question, how's your vibe? Because sometimes without even realising we get so busy in your everyday moments that you don't tune in to where your vibration's at. How are your thoughts manifesting? Uh, are they fruitful in the way that you're thinking and pondering your journey? Or you've got no time to even listen to the thought frames that you're expounding into the world and internally to yourself. Um, you know, it's, it's wonderful to gift yourself that space, ether, to tune into your thoughts so you can see where you're resonating with them and feel your vibration so they're all in a positive frame of reference that are going to help you travel uh, effortlessly in your um, journey, which is nice, right? It's, it's, you know, we can have a focus of intention, but we're, when we're always fighting that intention because of our thought frames of maybe not enough or not having enough or not enjoying our space or maybe we're being pulled out of ourselves because we've got cranky colleagues and um, people that might be unkind in some way, you know, that can be a biofeedback without even you realising that you're taking it into your cellular structure. And then it, it affects us in so many ways. You know, it affects our well-being, it affects our mental, emotional body, it affects our choices and how we, we adapt to that. But the other thing that was coming up for some people that we um, were speaking about, and no one's immune to this at some point, we think about it no matter how much money you've got in your bank account, you know, these thoughts can come out of um, being stuck in some way, being stuck in a position that you don't like, no matter what that is, whether it's a living in arrangement or a job or connecting to people, you're staying with it, whether it's staying with social media because you've got to get it out there to grow your business or social circle or whatever it is. But if it doesn't resonate with you, it's like, yeah, it's like flogging yourself over and over again. And we had this conversation with someone recently who's not into the social media or technology as such. You know, they still feel that they're in the old school, which is writing things down in a diary. We see it in a different way. We ourselves love uh, drawing. We love sketching things out. And we don't judge them. You know, they're not, um, you know works of art that you would put on display possibly to someone who wants to buy it. They're simply energetic patterns that we utilise in our own body and we mirror them outwardly when we sketch things up. Uh, and sometimes we just like to sketch things out because it's a way of sharing um, our vibration. You know, there's many, many reasons. Sometimes it's just for, for the pure joy of the, the exercising of it or the, you know, improving your skills and all that sort of thing. So writing in it, writing out something, like we love recording something in a booklet that we've got, we write the date. You know, we, we're very much into a timelessness, so, you know, often we don't know what day it is, so, but yet we always arrive at a place when we're required to. So 
there's more. Oh, the other thing we wanted to mention, we do say so a lot. <laughs> You'll notice that in all our podcasts, so this and so that. But actually we use that word because we're sowing seeds of our, our own journey. We're sowing all the time. So it's S-O-W, not S-E-W, or, or so as in S-O. So there's many meanings, and that's why language is really interesting, isn't it? Because it can have so many meanings. Uh, so we just thought we'd do that pop in share just for the because people have asked or picked up on it. So back to our vibration. So one of the things that we came across, and so many people already speak about that, Abraham with Esther Hicks speaks about it, but being and savouring the moment. But we also had a person who um, we we came across and know who uh, lost a family member, a, a, a child in their life, and he was commenting how he, you know, after that experience he started to notice there were more birds in his garden and the sounds that they would make. And he just became so much more cognitively aware of things like that, you know. And uh, we heard something that Abraham said also that, you know, because we know, um, well, this particular person, one of the birds happened to be the child that um, he he, lo- he lost, who's very much alive in, in so many ways and that energy that child was is now embodying uh, other life forms in this world, which is really lovely because from where we come, we, we don't see anything um, as a death because we don't see it. You know, even people like Maharishi is one of our uh, friends and, you know, we talk to him because he's still here for us. So... You know, and, and, and yet there's other people who feel like you're holding on to a spirit. So there's so many belief systems around that. For us, because we work as a team and we have different vibrations of density, you know, there's the body that you hear that people see and then there's Ganesh who some people see, there's Krishna who some people see, Shiva some people see, others don't see but see depictions through artwork, some people sense the vibration. You know, Gautama, Gautama Buddha, he's part of our team in Budai. Uh, we see him. Paramahansa Yogananda has become a big team member with his Vastu Shastra intake and how he perceives it through the dance of the elements. Um, you know, we've got someone else who's an engineer who's working in this material design element of what we're flowing with, with the Desert Stirt Pea Flower Pod Series design. He's more visible to a mass consciousness. So you can see where we're coming from with this, possibly. You know, it's all relative to where your vortexes are opening and where your vibrations are aligned with. So you can start to see more, you know, or feel more or sense more in different vibrations. So your reality is expanding. So we've also come across people saying, you know, it's all very well to talk about other planets and all these sort of things. And they've got a point. However, as you're working and, and streaming in different vibrations, all that becomes very much your world and your reality and we're fruitful with Gaia you know we grow we plant we seed you know we're part of Gaia because we're particles of Gaia so you see where this is why we started how's your vibe because when you're struggling to if you're around people who are very much you know uh, only see what's on the tv or only see what's in their own garden in one particular format which is beautiful by the way you know whatever works whatever floats your boat whatever you feel re- in resonance with but then there are others that are their, their world their vibration their gaia you know their earth is very very much in different soundless to sound frequency vibrations and if you struggle to stay in a vibration that no longer serves you and cease to allow more of what you are to rise and shine and share, 
then it can create a splintering effect. You know, it can create a freaking out sort of mindset and you get breathless. You know, you get all mental and you create all these stories around it through, through fright, you know, through that fear. So by being grounded through your breath, you know, and sort of relaxing into your comfort zone within your vehicle, connect with where you're really at within yourself, not worried about people bombarding you with where they want you to be, <laughs> where they say what's wrong with that person, what's wrong with her, what's wrong with him, you know, all these sorts of things that come out. But when you actually then take your breath and connect with who and what you are, you instantly feel relaxed. You feel calm about your journey. There's no worry about where the funds are going to come from paying that bill. Because you're in your now moment, and in your now moment, you are the most amazing manifester. You are the most amazing creator of your journey. You are so grounded in your earth element, which is, goes beyond putting your feet on the ground because the earth element is your particles, just like the air, ether, fire, water is. And when you really flow within your dance of the element, you are Gaia in your symbiosis, and therefore how you relate, how you perceive Gaia, is really very different to when you're looking at a map and or a satellite picture and you're seeing the globe, you know. In fact, it's a, a completely different resonance. You actually start to sense the particles that, that forms Gaia as you, you know. And, and we, we tap into the vortex and we actually can see our molecules shift. We can see them in the embryonic fluid of existence. We can actually see them and sometimes we go into consciousness where we just see particles everywhere you know now that's not saying this is what it's about not at all however that might be a reality that you're experiencing and it's validating for you that that's that's the case however some of you are hearing things some of you are hearing nature speak to you some of you are sensing that yes you've you've been called upon to make that move into a, a work ethic and environment that's more conducive that resonates with you more soundly I mean it's so often we're so blessed because so many people are sharing these things where they're saying you know I got to a point in my work or my friends or my circle of people that are around me and I just couldn't do it anymore you know they're the words you're hearing I got to a point where I just uh, make or break I just I can't live this life anymore. And it's so common now in this world. You, you're hearing it so many th in so many ways. And we're so fortunate that people are actually now openly expressing the point that's got them to that stage, you know. And even though they weren't sure of how they were going to navigate their path, where it was even going, you know, how it was going to unfold, even though their consciousness knew how to navigate that path through their neural pathways, they might not be the terminology, but it's exactly how it works and flows within the system in this time continuum. Time continuum. Sometimes we struggle with our words because we get all excited. So all of those things play out. But then there's those people who have got that to that point and then they go into their fear and are so scared because they go into their mental state of how something's going to happen, how are they going to be paying this, how are they going to have a roof over, all those sort of things, and they actually stop breathing. They hold their breath because they're fearful. So transcending that fight or flight response is one of the key elements that we focus on here when we're working with people because people think it's their natural state of being, but that actually is transcended as you shift your frequency and you no longer oscillate that into that 
um, vibration. However, if you're still drawn to that and you're connecting to those that are fully immersed in that, but your being is trying to or, or working within you to shift you out of that, it can create a splintering effect. And that's why you feel um, like you're stepping into two different paradigms or, or different paradigms and you're trying to control it or juggle it. But that's the same vibration as the chaos that's, you know, the chaos and the drama that people keep embodying and acting out in. So letting go of that is is something that you don't have to do. It's actually something you, that you become through the breath is one of the simplest ways. And it's not the only way, but it's simple because we breathe. We're required to breathe until we don't because that's a different transcendence again, which we won't cover in this podcast. <laughs> Let's stick with where we're at with this vibration for now. But coming into your deep elongated breath, you know, whether you're using pranayama or you feel that there's another way you can navigate that neural sensitivity but breathing in that way really helps transcend any blockages that can cause really bad headaches you know um and this body's experienced headaches oh my goodness like really horrendous migraines and we feel that that's often happens when there's a shift where there's a battle where um, because she's so open in uh, her being there's a conduit that's open and her her environment isn't always uh, so aligned in equanimity because there's other people around that we also work with that are still going through those struggles, um, through that need to keep creating pain in their life. So, you know, and our, life, our lifestyle is very, very different to that. Our lifestyle is very much in the moment, every now moment is a way where we create. And we don't go into the future uh, except to say that, yes, the last six months of 2020, we will be communicating in a very, very different way. We won't be using the podcast streaming. So in some ways, yeah, but to us, that's not the future. We actually step into that frequency and then we oscillate from that. But if you're listening to a podcast like this, then it would feel like a future diagnosis or a future creativity. But for us, we're simply already in that vibration as we're manifesting it. So when this body moves into that, that time frame within this earth sphere, then that is already set up and sound. So it's interesting. We'll cover a whole podcast on that, how you can um, – because have you ever had that deja vu feeling? So deja vu is you've actually expressed that or experienced that in a different kind – uh, time continuum so it's interesting but not to get co too caught up on that because if you're still coming from your head and your mind your mind will start to analyze that and that can be take you out of your heart center and all into your head so there's a lot that's said about the intellect we had someone not so long ago say about in Ayurveda they call that about the um, useless intellect and uh, although that wasn't the exact word we don't hold on to the words very much in our lifetime in any way, actually, we just let things go. Same with labeling, we let go of labels all the time. And sometimes we don't have a particular word that would describe something because we can carry and send and share the vibration through the non vocabulary of existence, and we often do that. Even when we're talking, we're actually sending out different signals of the vibration because that helps us communicate with people who aren't speaking English. So there's all those things that we take into account when we're sharing an expression through soundless to sound frequency vibration. And you yourselves are doing that, selves are doing that without even realising it often. You know, when you're around someone, you can feel their happiness. It's a non-verbal communication, yet it's an energetic communication. Equally, if someone's really angry and uptight, way before you get near them, you can feel it. <laughs> and you might not want to stay, stay so close. Or you might say to yourself, oh, I might go somewhere else right now, you know, because you don't want to have to uh, commune with that vibration. 
equally people can send people away. You know, we have someone that we are working with or creating um, and sharing the wonderment of a different vibration, and yet they could caught catching themselves up in drama. In fact, they thrive on it. And it's, you know, it's a conscious decision. As much as a person can say they want to be the change of their life, uh, we come across people like this who really don't and they truly want to stay in that drama because they, some elemental force within them, they thrive on it. You know, the more drama, the more they sit with that drama and then they create a conundrum within themselves because their dialogue outwardly is saying they want to be the change of that but inwardly it's completely not present. So that's really interesting. So those of you who probably know people like that, even if you're not one of them, or maybe you are, it's a great awareness. It's a really beautiful gift to give to the self because once you're really cognitively acknowledging it, it can change your transformation in a nanosecond. So things can happen in that way. And you see to create that pattern over and over again because you know it's no longer serves you or it doesn't, it's not useful for you in some way or any way. So that's when we come back to the question. So how's your vibe? Where do you want to vibe? What oscillation do you want to vibe? And while you might not use those words oscillation or your vibe, or most people do now, vibe's a real trending thing, um, because there's an awareness that you can change it. So if you're feeling a bit down and out, you're not sure how to change or, or where you're going to get the money for that next bill, cease to be the focus of on the where or the how, but become the presence. And, oh, my God, yes, there's a huge amount of um, vacuumus. In other words, that vacuum sucks up that. So there's a lot of those um, YouTube. Gosh, you could go on YouTube and law of attraction, all those things. So then go deeper into that law of attraction and just start breathing. Because when you're really comfortable in yourself, those thoughts of not having or, or scarcity aren't there, you know. Because it's when you're looking at law of attraction, it's sometimes really hard, isn't it, to – you find it hard. Um, we're not saying all of you, but, yeah, no, definitely, it's there. Um, yeah, it's fully there. <laughs> hard to change that thought. You know, you just say it over and over again and it becomes a, um, a robotic. But connecting with it is something else. So – um, and, th and that's why sometimes people struggle with that. But if you come into your breath and just sit comfortably and feel yourself inside your vehicle, your, your human form, your form, then there's silence in the mind straight away. And so that's the place you start self-seeding equanimity and, and abundance. And maybe not even use the word abundance, but just allow the thoughts to bubble up from that state of emptiness and it's surprising what will then bubble up. You'll start to create differently. You'll start to say nothing about focusing on law of attraction or you're not mentally thinking about it. You're actually just focused on, yeah, what's bubbling up and creating. And that's amazing because that in itself is a different frequency that is fruitful for you, you know. Yeah. We thought we'd share that. Patar was one of the instigators of this podcast. Patar is a beautiful Pleiadian energy. We work with him um, often. And in our early days, he was one of the biggest um, colleagues of our existence, uh, sharing the wisdom of going beyond the birthing. You know, because back in that era, when all this started for this vehicle, um, you know, people meet someone, they might decide to have children and they have give birth to children in, in the nine-month gestation or something like that. Um, whereas from where we come from, we don't give birth in that way. 
So this is a different vibration, we know, but it's part of our journey. So we, sh we thought we'd share it for those people who we know there's millions of you, so we thought we'd put this out there for those this relates to, is that, yeah, we don't give birth, we self-seed. <laughs> and we've noticed, actually, that people are using the term self-seed so much more than they've ever done in any time continuum. So we are using those two words a lot, aren't we? But it's a really big thing because we don't, where we come from and others um, who come from the same stream of light, uh, we don't give birth through nine months of gestation of giving birth to another human being. We give birth through light and we can uh, create form. And you all can. You all can. And then we, just, we haven't yet had someone say, okay, show me. <laughs> we want you to create another human form. Well, we don't do that <laughs> yet. I'm sure we will uh, at a later time frame, but certainly not in the near future in this earth sphere. But we do in the earth sphere that we come from. So we do shift our vibration into different earths. So, uh, But we did birth into this body that was already existing and is was already an adult. And we have shared that in other podcasts. Uh, there is a way we can explain that, but it's too early in the journey to share that with uh, you yet. Uh, others are sharing something similar, but not exactly the same, because there's no two things that are shared that are exactly the same, because people need to hear things in different ways. But more importantly, it's about where you resonate. Some things will be resonating with you, some things won't, and you think, what the whatever. <laughs> Isn't that like, like that with anything? Haven't you ever had a conversation with someone and you tune out? <laughs> <laughs> and you start thinking of something completely different. Same sort of concept, really, just in different frequencies. Anyway, so how's your vibe? It's shifting as we talk, by the way, and you probably most of you are already aware of that. And you'll start to have imagery through if you're very open in your ajna and then triangulation. We always incorporate the two eyes because that's actually earthing your ajna element. And so it's no longer talking about, oh, you know, going into different multi-dimensions. You're actually earthing the dimensions and this is your world. So it's not in separation of having to go somewhere. You're actually the embodied energy of it. This is something that we used to teach when we were in um, the era of the uh, connection to the pyramids. And we still teach it within the pyramids. You know, that the vibration is still very much alive. Um, and there's still very much a huge entity within the pyramids, you know, even though this, some of them are starting to crumble, the vibrations are still very present and some of you can tune in. Some of you who go on pilgrimages to those places can um, experience it. But, you know, you don't need to actually go on the pilgrimage to those places. It's already present. Um, you just tune into that frequency. So this is the things we used to share, the different holograms. We, you know, back then, or it's still happening now, Teaching through holograms was something that was required. However, now that so many more people are, and Gaia herself is shifting her vibration, um, because you are that vibration too, and you are Gaia, then the languages can change, the, the way things are taught can be changed. But holograms are timeless. Holograms are a wonderful way to connecting to infinite vortexes. And there are patterns within patterns, within tapestries, within tapestries. And uh, yeah, so you can feel, and this is why biomimicry has become um, huge in this day and age uh, because it recognises the patterns, you know, and it, it takes permaculture into a, a different stratosphere, you know, and permaculture when taught in this way is there's no fear-based, there's no fear of Gaia going belly up or, or, or things like that. Gaia's cleansing and as hard as it is to experience the fire, especially when you're around it, we're around the fire where we are here in Australia. 
um, and, you know, in California where they've got the fires. Uh, but gay is cleansing. You know, when it's done through natural elements, um, it's cleansing. And as hard as that is for those people who are experiencing it because they're experiencing loss, there'll also be a huge renewed elemental force and it'll bring about a different sense of inquiry about how people are building their infrastructures and how they're uh, communing as a community. And it, it, it ignites different elemental forces to create change as hard as it is when you're going through it, especially if you experience that sense of loss um, of life or dwelling or, or, or friendships and things like that. It isn't always easy to hear someone like what we're saying and sharing, but it is exactly what's happening within Gaia and it's definitely happening along the east coast of Australia here as well and different parts of the country. Um, you know, and it affects everything. It affects the flora, fauna and all those things. However, what comes from that, it is an opportunity to become very, very aligned with how we create those structures, how we create our buildings and all those sorts of things. So biomimicry is a huge part of that. That's why we're focusing in a big way, especially coming into the 2020 era, because it's a huge celebration being 2020 um, on a vibrational frequency, is biomimicry. So our Patreon community, we're focusing on the development of structures based on biomimicry. But then transcending that, the energetics is what it's about. And that whole, our sketch-ups, and, uh, and they're really basic, by the way. So you don't have to be an artist in, in that way because you're all artists. So they can be just doodles and you start to create shapes and forms. And if you can let go of the critiquing, that's why the first ones we sent as a PDF download are just like childlike, you know, but they're able to be drawn over. You're able to create, if you're more skilled, you can create from that. But the energetics of that are sublime. And that's something you've always got to remember within your own journey. Whatever you're creating is sublime. You know, it's 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 got huge amount of beautiful frequencies and tapestries within them. So rather than critiquing them and thinking they're not good enough because you're not in a competition with this, it's your journey that, you know, be open to sharing it because there's always someone who will be able to recognise it as something more than what maybe you yourself can see or others can see. You know, sharing's amazing. It's a beautiful platform that uh, opens up our um, Pandora's box of, uh, yeah, beautiful light that just cascades out it's exciting so yeah we're focusing on that and we'll be doing more videos at some point not so much of how we've done the drawings but we'll be doing videos of different things that will be interesting uh, it'll all be nature-based the patterns within nature so that's really exciting but yeah so wherever you are in the world if you're open to it we highly recommend but by all means do your own thing but changing, you know, architects and designers, we're all biologists and all architects and designers in our own way, whether just creating places to create shelters, you know, but becoming the dance of the elements consciously will really change how you're building these designs or creating these designs that create the shelters that we live in. It's really, really different. And we've got some really interesting designs. <laughs> really interesting designs and it takes us away you know wherever you are in the world there's what we call lego lands those places where they're creating communities with with houses that are pretty much mirrored upon the same thing over and over again repeating them but none of them are connected to the dance of the elements not one of them you know they're just big structures 
you know, with lots of rooms in them. <laughs> they are beautiful and we don't want to denigrate them in any way or judge them. But, however, they, they're very heavy on the land in so many ways and they're not conducive to the way Earth is actually shaping within its own dance of the elements and they don't take into account um, the light footprint but also they don't take, take into account um, things that happen in this world, you know, when there are... Um, uprisings of water or uprisings of fire element or um, air element which are the tornadoes and cyclones and things like that they think they do but they don't so there's so many ways we can change and that in turn creates a harmony with so those uh, cause and effects don't happen anymore it's a very different way of perceiving but we know we're sharing it only because some of our listeners are ready to hear it so anyway that's what we wanted to share we are going to be connecting more on that. We're going to be doing more videos. We're going to start creating more through platforms like YouTube. You know, very basic, just so you know. It's not our skill level with videoing. However, the content, if you listen to the, the, the language within the resonance and the vibration, are sublime, most definitely. So anyway, we thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to listen. Uh, we hope in some small way it's given some um, help in or served you in some way and been fruitful to share some vibrational frequencies. And we look forward to sharing you with our next podcast very soon. So namaste and bye for now.